What's that in the sky? It's a bird. It's a bird. It's, it's a, a plane. plane. No. <laughs> what is this thing that you guys are trying to put? Oh. 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 Here he is. That? It wow. is me. Oh, Ed the punk who has landed on Earth. Oh, to no. save the day Where once again. <laughs> well, before Were you not on Earth prior to fire. I was on a planet called Bond Street Bar. What? That's a planet now. It's a it's a whole different Dude, planet. This is mad. And there were the, I was there drinking black brandy shots. Wow. I can't speak. You right were now. drinking them. Yeah. But you weren't just like taking a shot. You were drinking. You were sipping at your shot. We'll <laughs> call it that sure. <laughs> but uh, hey, everybody, I'm Ed the Punk, and this is advice brought to you by only pose. Don't listen to podcasts. Apparently not human. Yeah, and also our free sponsor, as everyone loves, poop time. Oh yeah, poop time. Oh yeah, poop time. I haven't mentioned that in a minute. Yeah, for sure. With me today. That's that thing on my phone I ignored. <laughs> yeah, it is. I just guess- tested it today, and I was like. Oh, you taking just got added shit. today. Yeah. No, I've been in there, dude. I, oh, you've dude, been in there. I got an idea when I was driving home one day, and I hit a bed, and I was like, yo. I'm about to take a one shoe shit and me in the group real quick. <laughs> so I took a picture of like my pants around my ankles and one shoe on just to be a degenerate. And I was like, I present to you the one shoe shit and no one thought it was incredible besides me. <laughs> I'm actually amazed because originally I thought you were going to shit the size of a shoe. No. Oh, <laughs> no, no, or, no. Or shit in one shoe. I was I'm, like, which, and neither one of the scenarios I thought of were what it was. No, I am. I, I, thought, but, I thought it was something totally different. I'm like yeah. one, like one degree depraved off from actually. Jake one time shoe. mentioned on the podcast that uh, his his friend shit in a shoe <laughs> to get him back. <laughs> no, do you remember that? His friend shit in a shoe because somebody I don't know, he was fucking him. Yeah, no. because he was like, and, 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 and Jake's friend was just like, their shoe, it's yo, shit. get this, I'm a shit in this kid's shoe. And fucking next thing you know. <laughs> this is a podcast he, about music. Dude, you know, he, he, ste- he steps in the shoe, the kid, and, and then it takes him about two minutes to mention while he was playing volleyball. Fucking Tom, then Jake? That the, no, his Jake's friend. Oh. Or Jake's, Jake's Jake. person that he didn't know in high school. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm at the punk. Uh, I like the story where Jake advice. With me today is Kyle from hey, the Upfucks. Hey, everyone. It's me, Kyle from the Upfucks. Uh, co-host. And Jeroni. That's me. Hey. And with us today, very special guest. I'm very happy to have him on today. We have Dylan McLaurin from the Red Room hey. and Black Clouds. What's up? And Black we Black have Black. Chris, who oh. is a artist. Hello. Yes. How are we today, fellas? Doing all right. Yeah, a lot of shoe shit. A lot of shoe shit. <laughs> but not shit in the shoe. No, no. not shit oh, in the good. shoe. No, that's, that's good. We have different than what I thought. Every day you don't have shit in your shoe is a good day. No, yeah. it is. It's a very good day. But uh, I haven't made a, I haven't made a movement yet. Uh, not no yet. PM. Yet. None. Oh wow! Try and get on the six PM schedule. Six PM BM, best BM. <laughs> I haven't made a movement yet. Is that what you called it? And I just realized that you called it a movement. It's overbearingly civil. That was very yeah. That was very that was gentleman of you. okay, so these two gentlemen, uh, Dylan, uh, you're in the red room and black yes. clouds currently. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so. With you and me, Don, I would like to take uh, the story back to 
Oh goodness, 2014 or 15? Uh, 2014, I, I think. 14. Yeah, that's it might have been 2014. All the way back in 2014. And I saw uh, before we started the podcast, I saw you pointing to the offset list over yeah. on my wall, hanging yes. over there. That's the first show that I believe we first saw each other at, but we yeah. were not uh, communicating at that point. But no. then uh, the Jello Biafra show came about, and then I, I was just bowling casually, like I was just minding my own business. And then these three hooligans came up to me, <laughs> and, and, and this and this one dude who ended up being Dylan over here, he was just like, "Hey, uh, you at the punk?" And I'm like. I mean, I guess because I, I like no one really called me at the punk then. Like it was just my Instagram handle. No one like gave me that name yet. And I feel the like person, Dylan, you, you were the cause. Yourself a nickname, bro. Yeah, well, Dylan, you were the. Co- I feel like you were the cause of all this and started the, the whole person. Ed the punk trend. <laughs> and it's funny because I've been doing that since I was uh, in like grammar school. Like making up names for people. And that's nicknames sick. are awesome. Yeah, yeah, nicknames are awesome. But, uh, I'm happy Ed the punk stuck. Because it's very, it was cool, very fitting. <laughs> in a good, in the best possible followed way. Followed by know, uh, a couple pictures of me that, like, I was tagged in those pictures, like Steve Harvey, like, pictures of Steve Harvey and just fucking, like, whoever. <laughs> I Bunch of memes. Was, I think that was mostly uh, Kenny. I don't remember mostly. Probably, yeah. <laughs> when did That's Kenny funny. coming up with that Shout shit? Out. <laughs> Shout out, Kenny. So what you're saying is we need to make Ed the Punk memes. They probably exist. Oh, they definitely do. I actually have a few saved on my phone I can show you. Uh, you need to send them to me. <laughs> I mean, they're not big, but fucking, I think they're not big. They're about to get big. Posted. I like that Can we get that as a sound effect? Totally. But, uh, so we met each other back then, and then, uh, I believe about a few months later, actually, no, the next month we were at another show together, uh, Braid at the Lanes. Yes. And then you show. were telling me about this, this huge show you were having at Greggy's Den. Yeah. Who was an uh, infamous venue. Do you want to tell the people about Greggy's Den? Yeah, it was, um, it was my basement. <laughs> that, it was your grandmother's basement, my correct? My grandmother's basement. Oh, that's even better. I yeah. don't live there anymore, but um, it's so funny, the perspective at that time, because I think I was like... We, we must have been like 16 or something back then, right? Like 16 or 17. Yeah, something like that. Um... And that, at that time, like, everyone else was the age that we are now. Right. So, t- that was, like, the biggest thing that I'd ever did at that point. I had, like, 90 people hanging out in my basement. You know, Battery Electric was playing yeah, in my Hopla basement. Yeah, Hopla and Hopla. fucking... Um, who else? Uh, Corinna Corinna. I remember yeah. them. We got... The, uh, there was this band from... I think like Pennsylvania or something who came down. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a cool night. Um I forget what what were we talking about? Uh Greggy's <laughs> Den. Yeah, Greggy's Den. So we um you were at that gig. I was at that gig yeah, and when I came there I was granted with the royal entrance of just screams coming my my way being like And the Pond Like yeah. it just fucking like that shit like that. That's again. It was um <laughs> It's fine. We're in my house. Yeah, uh-huh. we did um, uh, uncommonly good, at that time, which was kind of, I played drums for that. You did play drums and then with Brian that band. Later did drums. For that right. Game. So you yeah. were in that band for a little bit. You yeah. you were a hardcore punk outfit. Yep. Out of the Shrewsbury Red Bank area. Yeah. 
I, I, I love that band. I remember you played the uh, <laughs> yeah, Stone fun. Stone Pony that oh one God. time. Yeah, we um. Or we Chris, were part of that were show, too, right? Mm-hmm. At the, well, I, to speak of the the first show, do you remember the communal cereal bowl? What's that? The communal <laughs> cereal bowl. Oh, yeah, that was upstairs. Everybody, was was, yeah, everybody was eating out of the same bowl. At the pony? That's no, at, at Dylan's, awesome. at the Greggy's Den. Oh, house. I don't remember everybody up. eating out of the same That's what punk rock's all about, community. <laughs> yes. Community. It was, yeah. Even Did if it's out of a cereal bowl. first? Um, it became a mix. Well, yeah, cereal, like, cereal, cereal like, a ju- like a jungle it's, juice. Unless you're a fucking sociopath, it's Yo, cereal than milk. The guy, what's his name in Dumbweed? I got in an argument. Dumpweed? Yeah, Dumpweed. I got in an argument with him today. He literally, I watched him online pour cereal. You don't get milk. to do that. Like, you're a fucking yeah, monster. And he was like, everything you know about cereal is a lie. I was like, I know that you are a goddamn cereal killer. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Literally, seriously. No respect. No respect for me. No respect no. at all. That's criminal. You yeah, should be jailed. It wasn't a communal cereal bowl. I don't know how yeah. I feel so about that's that. Fr- that's just friendly. It was a big bowl. Yeah. Friendly's a word for it. Huge. Yeah. Huge word. <laughs> what kind of cereal? The Captain Crunch? All kinds. That's, that's evil. Oh, if it's Captain Crunch, it's a variety. <laughs> okay, the variety makes sense, but if it's strictly Captain Crunch, you're just out for blood. You're like, cut the fuck out of your mouth. Cut it, cut It was my grandmother's house, which, my family's house. Oh, she'd be uh, having cereal like that. I was going to say, grandmas have cereal. Grandma stays stuck in cereal. You know, she's the best. She, um, <laughs> Shut up, Grandma. All this shit she went through there with the rehearsing the basement. Um, she would just stay in her room. Like, I think she would put, um, like, cotton in her ears when we do stuff. <laughs> what? Like what? And, um, but she, afterwards, I'd be like, are you sure this is okay? She's like, oh, I didn't even hear it. It's <laughs> like, oh, that's great. <laughs> that's awesome. Shouts but, out, um, Granny. Yeah. And we had um, the wristbands, which, of course, nobody abided to I don't know who did whose idea that was but it's definitely was, was, was a granny's idea, idea. <laughs> no it wasn't okay <laughs> I forget whose idea that was Word. that was fun that was a lot of fun that was yeah, a lot of fun uh, and then you know like good, really good like high school memories you know if anything that was a highlight totally because we were around the same age that time yeah. and we were all in different high schools and fuck yeah. I remember going out to a couple other of your shows uh, when yeah, you were something we had in a really good hood. Brighton show oh um, yeah with, with uh, uh, Robot, Robot Death Kites yeah I really I remember that I miss the cool name mm-hmm. yeah, they, they, they were, were fucking awesome. fun holy they were like, shit um, they did crazy shit um, he had a like pantyhose over his head. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah, and he and he would talk into this microphone that was literally a telephone, yeah. like an old telephone that you would go into like a telephone pole and be like, "Hello," and just like one of those shaped phones. <laughs> I like how you had to have an accent to Yo, say something. When you interview your cat, you got to do a oh, transatlantic wow. accent <laughs> the whole time. Oh, and you just be like, hey, this is Ed the Punk. Oh, now, Blackie, how you doing? <laughs> hey, <laughs> is this British Ed the Punk or something Chill like that? Chill mate. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great, buddy. You gotta make it happen. This is, I can't even do no, it. No, it's I'm so gonna, funny. I'm so gonna embarrass, embarrass myself. That's a point, bud. <laughs> I'd have to have my UK lady friend over here to help me out. Oh but, um, no, just make an answer yourself. Just be like, hello. <laughs> Hello, governor. Like, of course, he said governor. I'm so bloody British. I am. <laughs> yes. That's what you gotta do. Just sound like a fucking dick. I've been watching a lot of um, just videos on the Gallagher brothers. 
<laughs> Dude, they got such they a rivalry. Like no, they got uh, rivalry. I heard so him good. once say, uh, he goes, I love my brother, but I wish I had a sister. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck, bro. I was like, <laughs> they call each other, um, well, like, our, our kid. I think that's a thing in the UK. Um, and yeah, they don't like each other, but I think just observing them on, like, during interviews and. I don't know. They're fucking geniuses. <laughs> They're geniuses. They are. <laughs> They're crazy. They like yeah. they capitalized off of just being fucking loons. <laughs> can, can there be genius without a fight, without conflict? No. I, <laughs> I think I you can not be a dick and probably be a genius. I don't think yeah. so. I think, I think you, you need to be cruel. Like Nietzsche <laughs> talks about the need of an animal to become cruel, to become intelligent. I think an artist is that par excellence. The artist must be cruel in some way to be willing to create. Oh, that's well, what I'm I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that because uh, I don't feel that I'm cruel in any way. I, I think mean, I avoid being cruel. Because uh, yeah, because I think being cruel is nasty. Like, why would I be cruel to people? Can you be yeah. cruel to yourself? Um, I get no. I don't think so. I don't think I could go that far. Because I think... I take the... I, th- I, th- I feel like being cruel is taken into another level. You like, take Whitman, who talks like being about... being hard on yourself is one thing. I think it's an inner contradiction that causes strife. That is an inner cruelty. And I'm it is not, those... I don't, I don't feel like I'm cruelizing. Mm-hmm. Cruelizing, that's a word. There you go. <laughs> Yay, there you go. Shout out Nietzsche, though. Moving up in the world, Ronnie. He who makes a beast out of himself. Imagine if I completed that whole quote. Imagine if I was that. I think you can make content and make art and it just be good and it not have to be a struggle. Like, always. Not like you can. You can just fall upon things. And just think of something and it'd be a good idea. Right. Then is it hard. is it not a product of something before you? It's it if we if you view it that way, it has an origin in something beyond you. So there must have been like if one imagines sex to be the product that, that creates every product, there ha- there can also be a violent act that creates. I see your like if your argument is that there has to be sacrifice for to gain anything, I totally agree. If that's your argument, I one hundred percent agree. But uh, cruelty, I, I feel, is reserved for a, na- a nasty, like, vengeful attitude. Mm. And I don't... I, I, I try to avoid being that <laughs> way. GPP. As I, much as I, it's appealing yeah. sometimes. You know, like, I, I, find, I find it to be appealing sometimes to be nasty to people. But I try to avoid it at all costs. This is a really appealing conversation. Let's stay in this. Let's stay in this. Totally. That, I think, I'm was the essence of our band. Yeah, no, totally. GPP. GPP. <laughs> I was actually rolling into that. We're intentionally, yeah, we were. We would throw food at people. So, well, well let's break this down first. Let's break this sacri- down first. GPP, so it, it was, uh, you two were, uh, you two were part of, uh, the, 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 the GPP, uh, as known as Greggy Parsons Project, uh, Gre- Greggy, Greggy, uh, how oh, do you yeah, say? I just saw him. Really? How's yeah. he doing? He's, uh, it was almost as if, like, when, when I was, like, 15, he was like, hey man, I'll be right back, I just gotta take a shit, and then, like, the other day, he's like, okay man, let's go. 
He's like, he's the same exact <laughs> person. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 That's fucking awesome. Holy shit. He went out for a, he went out for a, to buy a pack of cigarettes and he came back. Yeah. Have I you guys ever guy. seen uh, Boy Meets World? Um, Mr. Feeney? Well, I'm sure, yeah. I've seen There's a whole younger. season or two where the young, the daughter, the, the youngest sister of Corey Matthews goes upstairs because she's grounded. And she doesn't come down for like another season or two. That's a different <laughs> yeah, girl. That's what, oh. When she comes down, because they hired a different girl, they fired her. Shouts out Corey Matthews. When she comes down, she makes a reference to it. She comes down, she was like, I was upstairs for a really yeah, long time. Like, yeah. I'm seeing Corey. Oh, that's great. You saw Corey Matthews? I'm seeing uh, the dudes in Hepcat. You're not going to see Corey Matthews. You're going to meet the guy from who's in Hapcat, who is also in Boy Meets World, and you're going to ask him a list of annoying questions for me. Oh, wait, so he's not Corey Matthews? <laughs> no! Corey Matthews is the main character of Boy Meets World. Curse! You, you never saw Boy Meets World? Dude, I don't watch TV like you. End this podcast. We need to go show him that. Okay, well... No, 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 I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, but, yo, let's talk about... Let's keep talking about GVP and stay on the podcast... Or, yeah. on the topic here. I'd say you have a better recollection, probably. Well, also, let's, so you two were in the band, and also <laughs> yeah. Kenny, who we had, who we had on, uh, he's been in the ba- that band as well. Uh, thirty albums, right? <laughs> probably more. I'd say probably. <clears throat> there's probably. Um, there, there's been a lot of albums, the, guys. Well, you don't. You guys defining albums. Oof. They were. It started off as I'm trying to remember the first one. John Stamos' hair. Well, it started off, we were invited to play. Mm. Um, the Uncommonly Good was invited to play a backyard show. At Jane some... Maloney's house. Yes. I, can re- I, re- yeah, Jane, I, I yeah. live by there now. That was like 2014? 14 or 15. It was in, uh, I forget, it was somewhere. But, um, um, Metal Town. Okay. Well, we performed as kind of something weird at that time because Lance at the time was away at um, a camp of some sort. Okay. I think he went, he was like a, I don't know, like a boy scout or something. <laughs> <laughs> he was like whittling. Wow. He was whittling for a summer. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> like making ducks and soap. <laughs> um, oh my God. But, um, no, I don't know what he was doing. But anyway, me, Kenny, and Chris, who we're with tonight, decided to get up on stage and piss off this guy named uh, Josh Jericho. Oh and, my god, really? Didn't, didn't Wait, you did it all to piss off no, him? No, we didn't mean to, but we did. <laughs> his, his set got pushed back by like... Like thirty minutes or something. Oh, his his yeah. wait, what band? I forget. Uh, the Wall of Jericho or something. Oh my and, uh, god! We kept wow. We were just uh, I was just playing the drums. <laughs> I had like a mask on. I was throwing. <laughs> we were throwing cereal out into the crowd. Pizza, like, the cereal, oh, yeah. pizza. Um, I don't know why this happened, but people apparently like talked about it, <laughs> and we made um. These online sort of albums, as a result. Well, and, uh, I, you're, we you're missing of, a major part. What's that? Which is that before there was any music, you wrote out our origin story. 
Yeah. And you, you copy yeah. and paste it on every single band's I page. About this. Yeah, we were, so you like spammed it yeah, we on would, everybody. We would oh spam a, a fake origin story onto um Was like, it like I don't know, we would find like um Wall of Jericho and post it to their page. And then people would block us, of course, and like get pissed. But, um, I don't know, I guess it was just a sheer boredom by this point. Was it like sick? Was it like born from lava? It's in there. It's in the uh, in the cassette. We really? we we, d- yeah. we had almost died on the way over. Would, wait, what? Did, what am I like? Uh, or you would know better like than me. Origin yeah. stories starter. Born with lava. Born with lava. That's not, I want it to be fucking yeah, super. Yeah, yeah. All, right. All right. So here we go. In the year 2014, a horrible car accident happened on the way to see the Battle of Jericho live in Middletown. Three high schoolers, who are assumed to be Smitty Diamond, Tony Rothmacher, and Christoph Brown were flung out the window of their Cadillac as the result of a DUI-induced head-on collision with a pickup truck. The three came out horribly impaired, but continued to soldier on to said show. When they arrived, the master of show events, El Don Juan, who is Matt Whitley, Matt Whitley. Oh my God. thought that these three physically impaired freaks would be perfect for a sideshow. He brought them on stage, handed them instruments, and told them to play what they could and destroy anything they could find. The result was the formation of the Greggy Parsons Project, as well as a first show that left many mentally scarred. Don Juan was so impressed by the band's onstage sacrifice of the venue dog that he decided to join. The rest is now being written in the oh history books. Oh my gosh, that's great. I actually remember the first it's very time... very easy to me. <laughs> I remember the first time... The first... I don't know was it because no, you made all those names up? It could have been, been Kenny or me, me or Kenny. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was a uh, that's a that that I was f- quite a lot. I guess yeah, it, right? <laughs> I guess um, how it was mentioned but none in of the it, end. I was obviously none of this happened. It was just like oh, it didn't. Uh, <laughs> the, the the show happened, and we would do like we would play the Brighton Bar. And uh, have like accordions up to the mics and just play them like super loud, noise, <laughs> violent, have, like scream into the mic and like um, just play like, you know, like kind of like really weird sounding noise. Was and it all just like freeform noise? Yeah, like, people like, would okay. get so angry. Well, fuck, like that's yeah, how. Kind of destroyed the stage during yeah, that show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he, um, he put his foot through he did the stage. Right. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a hole in the stage at the Brighton now. Okay. Because of GPP. Really? <laughs> yep. I was going to say that. I, audience or band <laughs> made it? What's that? Audience or band made it? Band. Uh, Kenny. No, Kenny oh, did. Shit. I think. Where did Kenny? It was one story. of us. Story. Do we have a story? Or, or is nah, it unknown? It just, how I don't it just happened. happened. It just Something happened. happened. I don't know. It could be hole. urban legend, but uh, that but was funny. That was, we like, had a lot of fun. As the cassette said, I feel like I was scarred for life, but in the best sense. Yeah. When uh, you guys played the first Ed the Punk Fest. Oh, yeah, in the basement. Because that was the thing at the Punk Fest. You two weren't around. Where the fuck is Ed the Punk Fest then? Ed the Punk Fest. It was in Branchburg. No, let's bring that shit back. I mean, my birthday show was kind of Ed the Punk Uh, Fest. That was Ed turning 21. Ed turning 22 mm. is going to be Ed the Punk Fest 4. That's got to be... Nah, man. Nah, that's like, not... We're doing a whole separate fucking thing. Yeah, we want our own Ed the Punk Fest. Yeah. So it's going to be Ed the Punk Fest 3? Want want, be... I want Ed the Punk Fest, like, the original... Reboot. We got to do a camp out, dude. The reboot! I like yeah. that! 
What do you say? The <laughs> reboot? And the Punk Fest reboot? Yeah, I like reboot. That works. We'll play 2019. Oh, shit. We'll play again. You need to be on the council or something. You've got ideas. No, yeah, you really do. Yeah, we'll give him a I cross-dressed before it became a thing in the scene to cross-dress. I was cross-dressed at that concert. <laughs> nobody else had nobody had worn nobody had worn a dress. Nobody had worn women's underwear on stage. Oh, I mean, obviously real bands, but in the scene. I was going to say I've definitely seen that. In the scene, we were the first to do it. Pioneers. GPP gets no respect. None. Shouts out. Except for the the aquarium. It's a lot like a rapper from New Jersey called GDP. So this is going to be a rapper. Yes. Okay, so that's actually like pretty ahead of its time. Like noise bands weren't at all popular, really. I'm super into that kind of shit. The aquarium reached out to us. No shit. The Aquarian wanted to do an interview with us. Then they forgot. Yeah, they they fucked us over. They forgot. Because they um they were like. You made a song about Jeff Crespi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can we interview you? And of course, when we responded all serious, they just never got back. But, we should have uh, said, fuck you. Then yeah, they would have wanted to. Yeah, yeah. That's one of them. I mean, okay, I'll send them yeah. a message tomorrow saying, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, hey guys, just so you know, fuck you. <laughs> We're in the midst of a GPP comeback right now. Really? It's happening oh. as we speak. As we Get speak. Home. Hey, We're this on. is We're a first announcement on Ed Vice. This is an Ed Vice official. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Well, we need to have You need Joey to be our sound, sound dude. There's a we word need, for that. Joey has like two apps on his phone that we could use. I just want Kyle to make all the noises. <laughs> it's only great to make. All right, Kyle. <laughs> So, I have a quick announcement, which is that Dylan and I are putting on a show. Oh, yeah, putting on a show at the Arts Council. And you can, you can, this is October 12th. Where's the Arts yeah. Council? Atlanta. In Atlantic Atlanta. It's the Atlantic Council. Oh, okay, Council. it's in the Highlands. Okay. This is so, your wife's space? Yeah, I, I, I founded it. I was able to. I, I weirdly love Highlands. They never did any shows, but I talked to them and we did a great, we had this great show. We had a, a band called Time, and they're, I don't know, I think they're like from the out Ah, uh, like no, no. no. <laughs> oh, 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 no! But it's like no, no. they were like an electron. They're like an electronic brother sister duo. It was amazing. When was this? And the, uh, this was in twenty fifteen, maybe twenty sixteen. Oh. It was Julie Byrne, who just got Pitchfork's like uh, Artist of the Year, and oh, she played shit. our fucking show. Uh, Dave Greenberg, this. who is. This great guy used to work at Jack's. This but. guy's also friends with the Ghostbusters guy. Or the, uh, <laughs> no, 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 friends with them. No, no, no. The ghost, one of the ghost, ghost hunters. hunters. Dave Tango. I read his tarot cards. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit, bro. That's the dude that yells on TV. Yeah, about being oh, that's him. Yeah. He's friends yeah. with him. I like those shows. <laughs> but, that's important, uh, we are not only playing, but I am doing my, I have a YouTube series, and we're doing a live version of it. Hey, the series is called out. What's it called? Meme Analysis Where I Can you give us like a Your meme analysis? Give me Yeah Give me a meme Your fucking meme analysis? Have you Wait you analysis? I've watched meme analysis Not meme review but No meme, meme analysis You yeah. ana- I had to have seen this review, shit right. In other words You review a meme No no no, no. I apply analyze. Freudian psychoanalysis oh, To memes Give me a meme <laughs> Name a meme and no, I'll analyze it. Yeah, show me one. one. Show me one. I'll show this you is my literally what one. he talks about on meme analysis. But it has to be like a, like a, an older or a real meme. It's an like, old. It's not an a older personal. Meme. Not a personal. It's not a personal okay, meme. It's I'm a ready. meme I, I saw online and I thought was funny. This is my favorite meme in the world. 
Okay. All right, so here we go. All right, so it's it is uh, Tim Curry as Pennywise, and the caption, "Yo, there's a bunch of poser shit going on down here," and a picture of a little girl going down the storm drain, and it says, "Y'all." It's so, my favorite meme ever. It's my favorite meme ever. So that's great. <laughs> I'm going to start with a structural analysis. So the format itself is one that is based upon an inversion or subversion of the trope in Pennywise and it, which is that he says, "Oh, come down, Georgie." Blah blah blah. And you are supposed to, as the viewer, be afraid. You know Pennywise is this wicked monster. But he says something in this phrase that is desirable enough to make you willingly go down. And not just get dragged down like Georgie, but willingly climb into the shower drain. And in question, the thing in question, the desire here is the poser shit. In a way, the poser shit, I think is this kind of supernatural thing. If everybody's seen It, they know there's all the all the balloons swarming around in the sewer. There is a party going on. There's a, a sick <laughs> sewer party. And y'all, you the audience, you the, the viewer of the meme, you the one who you're taking in all these different memes, listening to all these things, multitasking all of this garbage into your unconscious mind, you are the one desperately climbing down into the shit. Into the shit of the meme. I think that that might be the essential I message. think I can stump you. Are you, do you, know, are you wait, familiar? Is, is he, are you done? I think that's about it. Do you want a job? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we have a Patreon if you want to donate. And subscribe. But I, let me see. Okay, so are you familiar with Buenos analysis. Dias, Mandy? It's from Billy and Mandy? Yeah. It's, a, it's a cartoon. It's, it's fan-made. Okay. Okay. Oh, and this is fantastic. Me, it makes... Holy shit. This is awesome. Wait, can I see it? Yeah, yes. please. All right. So oh, let's go panel by panel. Drone, if you'd be kind enough to just no. describe each panel to okay, us. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, right, so I'm not good at Panel one, we've got uh, Billy with a thought bubble that says, he, 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 and he's walking up to a thick Mandy, a thick Mandy, and uh, he's, he, he smacks her on the ass and says, Buenos dias, Mandy. And she punches him in the face and says, imbecile. And then he he falls and lands in the street and then gets run over by a car and, on his arms and says, ah. So what do you got, meme analyzer? Okay. so Analyze this. Most Bring some Freud into this. This is Okay. Most importantly, this is not a meme. This is pornography. It was... <laughs> Again. <laughs> so he's gonna raise. So there's something so fucking important, and this is something that I'm I'm gonna be doing a part on on my show, which is a whole oh a porn analysis series because and this You're is doing the, God's work. This is the primary material right here. He's already got. There's a video with him uh, with just a towel over him. For one of these videos, you gotta see it. Bill, about like a Fine oh, selling bathwater. Oh my god! But okay, so. It's very important. They are both kind of older. But also, what you have to see, it is done in this kind of, like, MS Paint style. Yeah. Which, to me, says... And you see this in the kind of bizarre pornography of children's cartoons. And there's a vast amount of it. In this case, though, uh, it's okay. It's drawn in an okay way, but there are still very obvious fixations. You can tell you have to utilize this kind of 
uh, Freudian art analysis, but you can see in, uh, for example, I mean, the viewers can't see, but you can see in her, um, in her shoulders, they are okay. far too round. Uh -huh. Her hips, her proportions are very strange. Look at the way her arms are. They give her a lot of forearm muscle. Right. Uh, it's completely exaggerated. And the, the slap on the ass, because we also have to keep on the, the dynamic of um the dynamic of Billy and Mandy because she and I think this is something that you'll notice in a lot of the pornography of children's cartoons is that uh the like the tomboy oh, or the tough cartoons. the tough girl well no because the, the kids grow up watching the cartoon they're so sheltered they don't get too many friends so they develop a sexuality centered on cartoons I've done a few videos on it I think that's super important huh. but we can see she has extremely exaggerated breasts she is like the super strong uh -huh. woman, and there are strong women, but this type only exists in in media. And he is met with this kind of um, Hammurabi-esque punishment, where he slaps the ass and is punished by having his hands broken. It's, it's, it's like... He's definitely a... Billy is a self -insert. He's definitely a self-insert, and it is the, the creator of the comic punishing himself for having such a bizarre fantasy. Now, <laughs> fucking standing, sir. Uh, that was a, you, honestly, a wall shaking hand. Like, do you, how long are your videos usually? When About you do, 15 minutes. Oh, you really break them down yeah. like that? Whole we go deep into it. Do you think that you could do them under a minute? Yeah, easily. If you could do them under a minute, I have a, a why. You should start a TikTok. <laughs> like I'm not I'm not lying like you should start a TikTok I think you'd be really good oh at it God. and I think that it would be very successful TikTok what you're doing. TikTok fucking where I've are you at two friends who who got viral on TikTok I, I use it and I'm not viral but I play with it mm -hmm. and I like I like I'm a fooling around with it and I realize very quickly like if you're somebody who is successful on there now I'll, it would be like being successful on Instagram five years ago yeah, and seeing you. that success. There's a lot of potential on there. It's a lot of fun too. It's an easy, yeah. like the editing app is what I like about it. And I made a video today and like posted yeah. something and people were responding really quickly hmm. and it's not hard to do. And I did it like in a few seconds. If you can do something within a 15 to 10 uh, like minute range, and what you're doing is fucking hilarious. That's fucking oh, yeah, hilarious. Yeah, it's oh fucking my God. I'm literally looking through my phone to find this meme that I made uh, <laughs> to try to show it to you. Okay, we got I've, another uh, analysis. I mean, YouTube, YouTube, like, like collegiate. Because this is the most successful <laughs> meme I've ever made. It's like all right? Yeah, fun. oh my God. It's, yeah, he's, dude, you're literally sitting with the pioneer of this shit. This does no, that's exist. a good idea. It's I've a actually, great idea. I've done, uh, I've done some work like, with a university in London. Uh, fuck you. They're doing, of course you did. They're doing, <laughs> a pro, they're doing a program on memes, and they, uh, they, there's Holy nobody else doing it. Straight, so they, I have a friend that runs a political page that is based around memes and the power of them and how they've... There's a, uh, there's a presidential candidate that obviously isn't doing as well is as... Is it Williamson? Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah, Gamer yeah. I, I know all about the yeah, Williamson. Yeah. Meme page, yeah, and it's that it's super impressive. Yeah, you know, through, like, only through memes did she get super popular. She's yeah, the yeah, most, yeah, it's the it's, most searched candidate. It's super insane how like they started that campaign. 
And they've done it with other candidates before and shown some success. But like me, memes memes are the future, without a doubt. They and and to bring it back to music, it all comes back. Let's go full. It's the most successful one of our our social media. How are we bringing this back to music? I'm dying to hear this. Was GPP a meme? Yeah, in a lot of ways. Holy shit! I think GPP directly led to this. So I think what we need to pay attention to, because I'm, as I was saying earlier, very inspired by Nietzsche. Mm. Uh, If you read The Birth of Tragedy and you read about his ideas on music, I think what becomes apparent is that the drives, Freud's drives, Schopenhauer, etc., the drive is what creates great music, this overflowing of unconscious energy. And memes, through their uh, virulent nature, because they are viral... Pop music is viral in much the same way, but what you are noticing is that no longer uh, is it just, oh, what they play on the radio that gets popular. Nobody's listening to the radio. And you know what's getting popular? Uh, and it, they can be very small. Mm. You know it's a great example, actually? I don't know. I forget who did it, but that doesn't matter. We're getting into the mimetic era. It doesn't matter who makes it. Anonymity is it. If you want to be a great artist, just fucking put it out. But... Mm. On TikTok, and TikTok has its own type of popular music. Right. It creates popular songs, like you know, hit or miss. Yeah. Who the fuck are they? No one fucking. Nobody. Knew. Yeah. But through that song, which is in a way the they said the TikTok anthem. Yeah. They became extremely popular. Yeah. A lot of music is becoming very popular because it's used in a meme. Like you know, it's a as having a resurgence as <clears throat> Kanye's uh, "Wolves" mm. in a meme of SpongeBob floating up and disappearing. <laughs> That is how we are liberating the musical format. It's it's no longer reliant on studios, on on these kind of forces. If you can make mimetic music, and I don't, you know, who's actually done it? It's it's kind of this vulgar song, um, and it's like um, she thinks she's Ramona Flowers by Negative XP. Um, can I like Spaghetti Jesus knows them Okay Can I give you like $60 And then like I'll eat hallucinogens And then for like Seven hours I just like Give you $20 Every (laughs) hour I want to get on on that Yeah And I just listen to you Talk about like memes And like the actual Like like, I'm still stuck on this I want to show you The most successful meme We've had On the podcast I made this meme And it went viral On another page And I got (laughs) I got like Close to 10 uh, 10, 10,000 Likes On the other page This is a good one People hating on Ska And it is two Students being flown back And it is a girl Is it a tuba? Yeah. Okay. And a girl with a tuba <laughs> using it like a gun and blowing them away. <laughs> so the this is actually, it, this is like... super, a super good one. I was actually, I was at Collingwood Auction this weekend. I made that shit. I was walking through with my girlfriend and I had just been on 4chan the night before investigating new trends. And I saw there was a thread uh, on one of the pornography boards and it was... Um, <laughs> strangest fetishes I thought because this is already a really weird place so I went in one of the fetishes is brass instruments hell yeah girls using brass instruments and that is what it reminded me of because I was thinking this is a classical Freudian trope because um, balloons and hot air balloons so vast amounts of air and loud noises these are sexual ideas so the brass instrument which is in itself this huge powerful thing I think it takes on the role of the phallus in a lot of ways. God damn it, that's so Freudian. So you have this, this phallic this phallic 
As soon as dicks come out, it's like, ah, oh, that's Freud. <laughs> <laughs> and so the power of... And Ska's power is derived from those phallic instruments. More phallic than any other instrument, I think. Are you saying Ska fans love big wieners? old dick, bro. They, no, they possess <laughs> the wiener. They possess it. Ska fans possess the dick! We got yes. the dick, bro! We got the dick! <laughs> and, you know, they, they say, like, big dick energy. Big yeah. dick Big bro. Energy. That meme is an expression of the big dick energy that ska fans possess. Uh, you should. God damn I'm expressing it. your big like, dick energy, bro. Let's <laughs> let's do a let's do a rapid fire round because oh, I think that great. let's let's talk like in stock terms, right? Like, okay, bullish or bearish. Are you familiar with the? Uh, okay, so bullish means skyrocketing. Bearish means falling right down. Okay, so let's talk, go genre to genre. Where you think these genres are taking in the coming years. Okay. Right? Yeah. So let's, of course, first start with ska. Would you say that it's on the rise or on the fall? Somewhere in the middle. I find that it's a lot of middle-aged type guys. Like uh, one of my, vi- like, Randy <coughs> Wilson, my hero. <laughs> yes. My hero and my love. Because um, I, I love Oingo Boingo. So I really, like the, or- I really like the origin <laughs> yeah. of ska. It has perfect uh, skank form. She tries the two-step and she does the skank instead. She's like she can't break out of the skank. It's about the hand motion. Because she, she knows. She, she knows it's all just She can't go line. like this. She goes like this. It's coming with You can't see that through the, the phone, but whatever. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> Super Mario, but Yeah, like she does the Super Mario lower. skank. It does Let me it has this. it has a future. Because Have you seen Skanksgiving's lineup this year? Massive, massive. There's a uh, big la- dick energy, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you know a lot of it. There's an indie label uh, that goes by Bad Time Records that is rising through the ranks like unfathomably. They're gonna be probably the next victory without fucking people over. My boss is signed. <laughs> you know, <to> them. like <laughs> I think yeah, I'm, I'm on. It's them, mimetic so. music. <laughs> like you know what's super popular is um is like real big fish as a meme. As a meme, and yes. um, but that's a good As thing. They should stay. That's a good thing. <laughs> now I have a question here. You said that real big. Fi- now, like, do you feel that '90s in general is just has this? Like, I feel like '90s uh, nostalgia is very big right now. Absolutely. So because of that, ska, exactly things like that. So it's and all related. Smash Mouth is a huge one. Yeah, huge yeah, meme. That's like huge. Really? Really? And, awesome was that that's part a- of the entire? I think it has to do with Shrek. I think that something I talk about in the videos, just quickly, and this can help illustrate ideas in music, is that a thing that was cringe, like you enjoyed it as a child, then it became cringy later on, like, (laughs) how was I into that? What was that? But through memes, <laughs> it can become funny again. Yeah. It's like, oh, that was actually pretty fucking funny. Yeah. And I think that we can do that as a culture with music and with movies. You can totally rejuvenate something. So even if something is suffering, a powerful enough meme will make it go up uh, very quickly. So, next genre, uh, math rock. I think Math Rock's doing well. And you I think, think, that, yeah, I think it's already doing I think well. The compl- it's been doing well, though. I think it's on decline. The complexity... Like, you know uh, you know, what's a good example of it? Simpsons wave memes. Like, very... It kind of falls with the vapor wave, you know, genre, I think. It's funny you say that. I did a very successful meme recently on the page, and it was with Family Guy characters. And people complained that I should use Simpsons. Simpsons, mm. yeah. So the next meme I did... 
was with Simpson characters. I didn't do it on purpose. I just saw something and I was like, this works. And yeah. I and I made a meme. And that was like, it like skyrocketed off of that. And we posted it on Overheard. And every once in a while, my phone still goes off with like a stupid comment about See, it. They, people uh. are looking for these vectors to express themselves. They desperately want the right meme to exist so that they can love it, share it, laugh. Fuck! Hey, that's fucking so true. You know, that you know, and it's funny too because there's a kid that runs a there's a meme page for the town I grew up in. Uh, it's called uh, Brick Memes or something, and the kid that runs it is terrible at making them, and he's clearly in high school. Like he's clearly a young person, so I don't take it to. I mean, he's younger. You know, like he oh. probably doesn't. He he's his world scope is smaller. Than another person because you know you're in high school, and uh, so I don't think about it too much. But sometimes he gets like defensive with people on there. But people, he's ve- it's been very successful because I liked it just because I was from that town. I didn't even think about it. I was like, oh, brick town, and I'm telling you, I don't like it most of the content. I think, but I I still liked and followed the page and continue to follow the page. They can people can force memes and it won't be funny. Like there are a lot of Mm. people that make memes, but they force it, so it's not funny. But there, I like. There's one for Monmouth County memes. Some of them and they suck. Some of them really suck. And I would say most I follow of them, that page too. Most I, of them suck. And I fo- like, and that's the same same response. Like, oh, I live in Monmouth County, so, so I'm I will follow this page. And because I want to see your stupid meme if it's bad or good, because I want to know if it sucks or not. That's why you know yeah, one like of the funniest say, New Jersey know. or the funniest Monmouth County memes I've ever seen, and it's like Italy, France, and Spain, and it's like girls with um with ankle bracelets, like beautiful ones. Then it's like Keensburg. And it's like uh, yeah. like a like a print like a like a, a house arrest. Ankle. Yeah, yeah, it's like a house arrest one. It's funny. I've and, seen the same one. And that was in the wild. That was why it's so funny. Because it is. It was hilarious. And I'm sure that people even from like it's funny too because it's insulting in a sense in a sense. But I'm sure that plenty of people that lived in Kingsburg were like, yeah, that's fucking right. What's yeah, up? Absolutely. You know, and that's the same thing. Like, they took a sense of pride of like, we're a harder mm. place or well, we're that's a tougher place. A they didn't perfect take it as for New Jersey. It's like, shit on us all you want. It's like, yeah. Same thing when I'm talking about when I was talking about TikTok. I, I feel like TikTok is animated. It's a new form of making a meme. It's an easy... You can be creative and make this little video and make something really funny and, and, and meme-worthy. And I see a lot, of, a lot of times since TikTok isn't super popular, I'll see things on there a week later. I'll see everyone show, sharing it on Facebook, on Instagram, mm-hmm. on Twitter, on, these other, on the other social medias that are more popular. Yeah. See, that's the redemption of music as well, because a lot of TikTok is dancing. And, and I that's the first reason I started following it, because I'm weirdly obsessed with dancing. Mm. You love a good boogie. I noticed that. I you just want to dance, down bro. The I just want to dance. So fun. Pop, music <laughs> that is stopping, heavily man. reliant on dancing. Life is stopping me. That is what's going on. Yeah, retail is stopping me from dancing. Exactly. Retail is stopping me from dancing. <laughs> Quit your job. Make me. Oh, I'm working on it. Yo, all right. I didn't mean to derail this so hard. I mean, I want I want to keep 
That's you know, diving into genres, but fucking, yeah, we should probably names. get back onto the uh, the basis of why we're doing this. Yeah. Um, so Public you've got to... Even though these, these fucking stories nah, are fucking oh great, I mean, and I like, want... Uh, we can have a whole yeah. podcast about this shit. Dude, God, we should just, have you back please on. Please come back on yeah. and yeah. talk to us yeah. about No, it. Like, you can come back like, on anytime you like. Like, we'll set something up after this, uh, but I would really get love... Get memes to- ready. Oh, I, I have a list in my phone of all the ones I made. I have a folder called Folder of Fuck... And it's all uh, just like it's not memes. It's just like really disturbing images that I find funny. Oh, really? Can yeah. you send that to me? I can't send the whole folder, but you can go through it if you'd like. Can I screenshot a bunch of them? Sure, you can. <laughs> sure, you can. <laughs> okay, but, continue. Okay, so anyway, uh, let's move on to the red room because you Folders guys are doing a lot of big things these days. It's just um, great. Um, so let me get something to share real quick. Yeah, um, were you called something else before the red room? Yeah, it was, um, first, I'm trying to think. I'm sorry, the meme stuff is... No, no, I know, it was really sinking into us for a good 20 minutes. The meme talk is, in my opinion, the pinnacle of existence right now. It is, It made me feel a lot better about how I spend my days. It's it's great, and that's really just how I view, um, like, this sort of talk is how I view making my music, and, uh... You know, just like creating in general, just being, just being fucking cool and hanging out and doing something that you, you know, just expression, like free expression. That's all it is. And, um, yeah, but the, the red room that came from, cause I love, this guy showed me fucking, he got me into the show Twin Peaks. Um, <laughs> uh, the log knows all. What's that? The Log Knows All. It's very funny to me that that show is very popular. My father is a huge David Lynch fan. And I watched watched it a bunch of times as a child. Mm -hmm. And I, I, in my mind, associated as, my dad likes that. That's the thing my dad (laughs) likes. So when people, like when 16-year-old girls were like, oh my God, Twin Peaks. I'm like... You like what my dad likes? You're like, (laughs) now wait, the the red a red room, if I'm not mistaken, is like a a bondage dungeon, right? Is it? It's uh, it's the supernatural. It's it's um, like the other world. I was gonna say the same um, thing. They go to that's one eyed jacks. They go Mm. to um, it's like limbo or something. But they kind of have like parallels with the um, the curtain that's sort of being you know stuck in one space. That sort of idea. But um, no, I find it's. I just thought. I didn't think much about the name. I just thought it sounded cool. It and does sound cool. Yeah, no, it is really it's really cool. Because <laughs> I like the idea of, you know, just like in the, well, it's the Black Lodge. They enter this, yeah. um, you know. And that devil got fucking speaks backwards and shit. Yeah, he's not allowed in the new, the new series anymore. Rip. David Lynch doesn't get along with him. R.I.P. Really. I love that he's difficult. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I just I thought the name sounded cool. I guess it it's kind of works without. But apparently, there's like weird, like what is it like dark web shit, like red rooms. I, I don't affiliate uh, like video drum. I don't affiliate with that. I don't like that. That's but, uh, uh, that's people like killing themselves on camera, yeah, right? Yeah, no, but they torture them. Oh, all right. Like video. Uh, Do you ever watch Cronenberg's video drum? No. Okay. Everybody should. Yeah, watch that it. sounds okay. Okay. So I'm hoping maybe to have a different meaning to that to that name. I don't know, but. So what I described to my friend Kyle over here as the Red Room is yeah. uh, if Frankie and the Witch Fingers met sleep. <laughs> I guess uh, would you? I wanted to get on that bill. <clears throat> at, they're playing at the Saint. They are the playing at the Saint, I guess. And 
I think I tried getting on it, but we're not. But um, kind of bummed out. But maybe in the future we'll play with them. Yeah, no, I they're love, fucking great. I can't wait to get back for them to come back and would you interview with them. Would again. you say that you guys are kind of doomy a little bit? Yeah, I. Um, oh my god, yeah. <coughs> I guess. Um, it's funny because I don't know. Did you see us as a three piece? I or? saw. I, I believe I saw you as a. Th- did you perform as a three piece yeah, with um, a Chris. pink Mexico that one yeah. time? Okay, that yeah. So funny. I did see you as a three okay. piece. And did you see the four piece? I uh, probably no, because no, I only saw you that one time. So you saw what you saw. We hadn't. We only practiced. Um, it's me, Dustin. Um, he's actually like a guitar. Like he's a guitar teacher, he's like a guitar guru. Oh, okay. Right? He's our bass player. Go figure. <laughs> it's funny, um, my guitar player Jack, he always says like when we play, like he makes like a bass player joke to him before and he gets super angry. <laughs> Until the bassist. And I feel like I feel our like egos are scary. fucking so <laughs> fragile. I'm, I'm a bassist. Because we know that we're bassists, so we're like just like the last on the chopping block. It was easy to start. It's hard to learn. <laughs> might be good. I try to. I don't take. I think of everything as like a joke. I don't take anything. I don't. That's healthy. That's perfectly healthy. I think anything. Like and I, if I do, it's something really serious. And right. I try to use it to better myself or. You know, better others or try to help people, that sort of thing. But um, it's just really the way they do. It, at first, I feel like it was a little, a little hostile, but then it got playful. You know, right. it's like it's funny. It's fucking funny. But um, now, every, like every show, we'll do um, they'll like quip at each other about like you know, like bass players sucking or whatever. <laughs> at one of our shows, Dustin is like, I'm probably a better guitar player than both of you two combined. It's just like channeling that energy and putting it into the music. Totally. Does hate drive your your sound? What's that? Would you say hate is a driving factor of your sound? Hate? Yeah. No. Rage? No, not. No, not. um, I would say. Live performance, even. Live performance? I feel like. Otherness. 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 That's what I I I go to their shows all the time. Let's uh, (laughs) let's define otherness. (laughs) No, I'm not. If we can't. I'm not really an angry. Like I'm not angry at uh-huh. all. I've had some, some shit happen to me in my past. Right. Um, I went through last year was a really weird year for me. I mean, it feels like years ago, but I um, I was in a car accident. Um, that kind of changed my. I had kind of neurological damage, uh-huh. and um, I don't really like. I'm saying I don't remember certain things about when I was in high school because I really don't. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, but um, and it's really. I don't know. I feel like last year, the, the time that I created this music up yeah. until now and uh, the future, that's really all that um, is like, you know, like the realest thing ever to me. And I use past instances. Like some of my one song is about this really. The one song is driven by kind of a passion fuel of because this one person who was in my family, just the worst person. And I'm outspoken about it too. I'm not going to mention the name, but uh-huh. it's the worst. The things that he's done that I found out is the worst thing I've ever witnessed, or it's like a nightmare, sure. that sort of thing. It fucking ruined my entire fucking family. Okay. And I love my family to death. Sure. They've helped me my entire life, but this guy, he has no. He's you know the definition of a narcissist. You know, oh. like I think definitely like I don't know. There's no helping him and this guy still goes around talking about me like he's still um 
you know, part of my family, but I just right. disassociate with right, him. Right, right, right. But one of the songs is about him, and when I perform it, I get really emotional. So I guess that's okay. the only one, really. Yeah. Everything else is just having a good time, because my, my dream since I was like five was just to play music live, yeah. and I, when I do perform now, it's like, I don't know, that euphoria that I feel on, on stage or in the studio. Unparalleled. Like, yeah, it's the yeah. greatest it's, thing, and I just want people to feel that in the room you know i just yeah. want people to feel okay there's yeah. a lot of a lot of fucking hate going on right now a lot of sure. um, bullshit going on and nobody deserves that. everyone should have the chance to fucking breathe well some people should get fucked though yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's not make that mistake yeah. either like some That's people true. gotta get fucked like no that is true and uh they should get yeah you know but for the most part yeah like most people in in music scenes just like don't have somewhere to go and then like they find this like nice little home and like they won't risk anything to give that up you man I think perspective is a big big key in meeting (laughs) human beings like meeting each other like I feel like a lot of things you said that was re- uh, it was honestly very beautiful. Yeah, really nice. Yeah, uh, really, really uh, nice. I, I, I mean, it's hard expressing too. Sometimes it's all. I feel like a lot is just a feeling, if that makes sense. Like, okay. Well, the more you get it out, the less weight it'll bear on you. You know, yeah. like you give it less power over you over time. You guys the more are you just let it out. Very f- like tricked me. Yeah, really, right. really. Just <laughs> I don't know. Well-rounded folks, from what I can I've, gather. Uh, I've met you slightly before. Uh, we you. mentioned that right before we started the podcast. Like we met each other briefly. We were like Chris, yeah. art neighbors at the uh, Asbury Park. Yeah, oh, they nice. did. Like they still do them. They do the Asbury Park punk rock flea markets where I actually mm-hmm. first saw you know, Ed. Do you know uh, Rex Hogan? I do. Do you mean Hulk Hogan? Hulk Hogan. What? Maybe. I don't know. The Hogan's? Oh, never mind. Definitely. No, oh, okay. I do, I do this know. This is another Hogan. Oh, okay. Uh, Rex, I uh, she, she owns okay. a Groovy Graveyard. Yeah, okay, this is a dude. That's yeah. No, this is not a woman, actually. Well, it's Reg and... Oh, Reg. And Rex. Yeah, and Rex. Rex, you're talking about. Rex, Rex the guy. He made his, his Facebook name Rex because he's like, everyone loves my wife, so maybe people will love me if my name is similar. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I know what that's like, man. I'm Taylor's boyfriend. That's what he said. I know what that's like. (laughs) I have a really cool girlfriend, too. I know what that's like. (laughs) Rex inspired me so much musically, because we would jam together. And he was in a band called Daisy Cutter back in the 90s. Yeah! I've heard that name before. It was um, the original... They had uh, Ed Mundell from Monster Magnet. Oh, Okay. um, yeah, it's just—it's a small world. I know? weirdly met that band. Yeah, briefly. yeah. But uh, uh, and the set one, was one the of the girls group, that but... dates Monster Magnet uh, is a regular at Bond, or was a regular at Bond. Oh, nice. Like when I first moved here, yeah, yeah. and I, I met them briefly. Gotcha. But yeah, it's just a small world. But he—he's at the flea market, right? Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. I've, I think I've seen him there. Yeah, shouts cool. out. They're, they're cool they're people, awesome man. People. We've been friends for like six years. You and me? Yeah. Yeah, and it's all kind of, um, we did our thing separate. I didn't even know, <coughs> I didn't know he was doing the meme analysis. It's a fucking fantastic idea. Until, I can't, I can't until stop thinking about that. Until it happened, you know, and it's, he's doing it. And one of his video, one of the videos has like, what, thousands of views, like 20,000, 15,000 15, 15, views. That's, that's fucking fantastic. That's big. That bigger one. Which one is that? Because I know I know. Garfield. Yes. I okay. think honestly, dude, if you transferred yeah. that over to like that 
that TikTok format, I think you'd be very successful at that. I think you should. We are actually going to be doing some film work oh, yeah, together. Yeah. We're going to be doing some collaboration. I have a friend named Andrew that helped us with uh, some film stuff. He's been very successful. He's put out some films of his own. If you need uh, contact, I'd, I'd be glad be awesome. to help Definitely. you contact him. Where he lives in the Ocean Grove area. Shouts out. Like you were just mentioning, like you know, trying to pay attention to. To like trends and things like that, we yeah. have like a Halloween commercial promotion oh, that nice. we have coming out, and look out like, for that. And it, it's, oh, I, I guess it has like a I kind of a throwback '90s feel to it. You I know? don't know if I'm on your, uh, well, like Instagram or whatever, but that, that's cool. I gotta, you know, we'll be posting to, it on all the social yeah, media. You know, all shit's happening too. No, totally. I that's, mean, that's that's, that's what that's why we started doing this yeah, is to just great. get everything out there because you know. There's going to be, I, and I was just thinking about this, like, I always think about this, like, there's going to be one day where, when we're not going to be able to find out about everything, and just not, I guess, not be this, up to date with everything. It, it, this is for the younger people to hopefully, like, carry this on for us. Oh, the youngsters are fucked. Uh, this is the pinnacle of fucking punk, I think. I'm, I'm, not, it is, I'm 35, but, and Ed... I'm 21. Ed is 21. We're, you know, at least adults. I feel worried as an older punk rocker listening to music. I watch a lot of people get jaded. And I'm very worried about that. And I don't want to be jaded. This this little project has kept, kept me very not jaded. Because I hear about new music. I yeah. get to interact and meet with you guys. And then let alone... You blow me away every time. This yeah. is li- right. like, you know, I mean, I'm literally blown away by both of you. One of you my know, favorite like, podcasts ever. You know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Uh, very a. deep stuff from you. Super interesting yeah, really? stuff yeah. from you. Like, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I, I, I didn't know we were going to get too deaf and. Two in death and we got four in here. I just gave you the tarot card reading. Yeah, no, no, you did give me a tarot card reading at Brookdale because I saw my Brookdale and I was just like, and he was just like, do you want a tarot card reading? I'm like, fuck it. And he's just like... Do you have your cards with you? Well, this is going on in your life. If I'm you have like, a deck of normal cards, I can read them. And then, this yeah, is, I can kind of relate to this. I'm, I'm, I'm like what they refer to a regular as a regular 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 uh, I don't believe that you believe. So, you're right. So things like tarot cards and things, I'm like, what, voodoo? Yeah, because I'm not... I don't believe in God or things, but I'm terrified of him. I'm like openly terrified of any curse... Or any of that stuff. As much as I don't believe Yo, it, I'm like, get I away work, from me. I work with <laughs> That's Asians. the ultimate belief. I work with I, like these... I'm the biggest believer. You are all li- you are all liars. <laughs> I work with these Haitian cleaning ladies, and they always seem mad. And then they speak to me in Haitian, because like, that's all they know how to speak. And I'm always like, I, I just got hacked. I'm doomed for the next ten years. Make no mistake, magic is real. Uh, especially if people who what, are practicing... What, CK magic? Yo. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I feel like you're a person I yeah. can talk about chaos magic with. Yes. Oh, oh my god. You know chaos magic, you motherfucker! You don't talk to me about chaos the tr- magic, My bro. channel has <laughs> lots of... <laughs> you don't practice don't instructional you work don't on magic. Don't talk to me about chaos magic. Do you practice chaos magic? Dude, I'm a Satanist. Yeah, but you... Basically, you I practice oh, sex magic and all wait kinds of Wait a minute, he's pulling out a card... He's pulling out a Satanist card, isn't he? Nah. Because I'm a little bit different. A little bit different. Wait, hold on. He's pulling out a card. Okay, let's talk the discussion. Church of Satan? 
Oh, that was a condom. Oh, the Discordian Pope. As <laughs> I'm not familiar with. No, with Eris you and Discord. <laughs> no, really? Okay. We have we have to become best friends. You're a uh, I feel. <laughs> well, so are you. Pleased to meet you, sir. Everyone, every man and every man, woman, and child on this earth is a genuine and authorized Pope. Reproduce and distribute these cards freely. But. Are <laughs> <laughs> you like? But no, my, my channel has uh, instructional work on Chaos Magic as well. I find it to be... I find Chaos Magic to be, for me, not therapeutic. Well, this is, is this Crowley? It, this is left hand, right hand? It's like Peter Carroll no, taking from oh, okay. Crowley. Okay, yeah. okay. So it's left like hand, right Crowley hand. and then above. Listen, we're going to do I, left I was hand, very right hand. I'm still am very good friends with uh, I'm stabbing shit. It's all shit, and my, I'm saving my car with this shit. Like Bill Burroughs? Like William S. Burroughs? No, actually. Really? Naked Truly, Lunch? Yeah. Like no. Naked Lunch? I really like you. So Burroughs helps to create Chaos Magic, oh. along with Peter Carroll, in the form of the book Lieber Null. Chaos Magic is, is in itself just kind of a uh, uh, like a goof uh, name for itself, though, right? Because it's not truly chaotic in nature. It, it's well, not inherently beneficial, but it's not also. I think it's it's chaotic in the sense that Thelma and um, even even um, her, you know obviously the Golden Dawn, but all of these kind of more fresh. Uh, even dawn. the most recent, the Golden Dawn. <laughs> the most recent. We're talking about the Golden Dawn now. We're going down that way. <laughs> the most recent magical orders have been highly structured, and Chaos Magic says, "Fuck it, anybody can do it." Oh, this right. show is finally becoming what I wanted it to be. Oh, <laughs> dude, <if laughs> new, dude. This is what I want to do. Dude, I want to I'm like about sex magic. I'm a Satanist <laughs> like this much, dude. like enough to be like, yeah. That was yeah. a lot of the new Twin Peaks season. Absolutely. About if you want to know how to do magic, watch Twin Peaks. It ha- I mean, well, the, <laughs> has the Scarlet Woman. Yeah. Not the original. Well, let, the let's dive back into um, <laughs> just where we were, right? So, it still tastes like ass. Modern <laughs> modern cool. chaos magic practice. <laughs> was it in a bottle? If you had to give it in maybe ten or so words, how would you describe... Well, don't really count it. No, no, I'm no, saying I, roughly, I, more or less. How do you, you explain know, chaos magic? A, a synopsis, if you will, of... Okay, so I'll start with the. So we take a few people like William S. Burroughs, Aleister Crowley, uh, and Genesis Porridge, uh, Austin Osman Spare, and you take their ideas, a whole bunch of cool ideas, all of them kind of going against the mainstream of magic, and all of their ideas go together and create this individualistic magic where basically anybody can do magic. Okay. I mean, that is what Crowley's the law is for all. Anybody right. can do magic. And the AA was built so that any individual could just read the books and do the work and be magic. Okay. Chaos Magic says, yes, but we don't need the OTO, we don't need temples, we don't need anything. Anybody can do magic. Okay. It's, it's, it's ritual. It's building ritual around meaning. It's, it's taking your thoughts. Are these runic at all? Is you there, can utilize okay. runes, you can utilize tarot cards, but you also it's, destroy the meaning and create your own. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. It, it's taking, it's taking something, putting meaning into it, and then putting a ritual around it. So is there, is there demon, or daemon rather, summoning? Yes. It's, there it's is. whatever, you, like, yeah. I think, I think as Do you a, have someone of your own? Is it, is I, this something so, you talk about? So, so, you know, Socrates... I didn't know. And you know Napoleon? Okay. So Socrates said when when asked, like, how do you how do you say all this great stuff? He says, It is not me, I have a daemon. My daemon speaks. Matt oh. Damon. 
Yes. Matt Damon. Actors are the great example of it. They don't do any of it. It's a spirit within them. The spirit of the character. Napoleon. He was literally given instruction by a little red Damon and told him how to do everything. And then one day he's like, ah, I don't believe it. And it was Waterloo when he fucking loses. He acted according to his own, what Crowley calls the holy guardian angel, but what I find Damon is more suitable for. So every individual has a Damon, which is essentially the, the ultimate self. Okay. Like the self that one, when one believes in God, it's that. What people think well, of as you, God, yourself, right? The highest it's, it's your self capability, right? No, with, with it's, I love everything you're saying. Like you know, Blake. Thank you, <laughs> Blake. <laughs> no. William Blake. <laughs> no. So you know the band, The Doors. Yes. The Doors yeah, yeah, are yeah. based on a saying, uh, one of the phrases of Blake, which is, "When the doors of perception are clear, all will be seen as it is, infinite." And I think that is what is expressive of the daemon and the self is that we we view ourselves as these little tiny. Uh, individuals, these little tiny atoms in the world, but in fact, we are infinite. Yeah. You are right. fucking hired, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I can practice magic. Give me money. I'll, go, I'll visit you. So, <laughs> follow me at the God Disc on the Soul. What do you think? We'll yeah. Personally, I don't, yeah. I don't buy into it, but oh. my, uh, my left-hand path oh. friend identifies as vampiric, and I don't know if you think it's spooey or where you fall just being... A practicing magic user as yourself. So, uh, I take a lot from Dion Fortune's book, uh, Psychic Self-Defense. And so, if you take psychic self-defense seriously, you have to kind of take um, energetics seriously. And I think magic is built upon that idea, the ideas of Freud in a lot of ways. Like Crowley says outright, love, when he says love is the law, means the Freudian drives, or Schopenhauer's drives. Okay. So a vampire is somebody who is adept at uh, siphoning off energy from people. Every relationship yeah. is an interplay of drives and energy. Wait, do you carry yourself amongst the, the vampires? I'm a psychic vampire. I'm feeding off all of you. You dirtbag, I knew it. I've been doing it. As soon as I heard about that shit, <laughs> and I was like, all right, I this might be fooey, but this might be real. All the time. I can't be away okay, from... A good friend Why do you think I can't be away from people? I'll fucking starve. <laughs> but you're not supposed to eat off your fucking friends, you dirt. You're wrong. We, friend, all friendship is sexual, believe it or not. All friendship is based Fuck upon... Fuck you and this Freud shit. This is too uh, deep. Uh, 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 I like him. Before we go too deep into this whole... No, we're not doing shit, and We're staying on this No, track. he is tired, bro. I, I understand the fact, but I would love to talk about more of the Red Room. That's right. <laughs> Can we just cap this off somewhere where we, we're okay with it? There's uh, no way to be okay with it. There's no way to put a period on the end of this sentence, bro. I, just, I thought that practicing saying you know this not You need to start smoking more pot. You're bro. not supposed to feed off people you love. That's not how... that You feed You feed better off the people you love. How about... All right, here's an idea. Can I, t- I'll t- can I, t- can I talk about the record? Do it. I'm gonna, what are the tenets of fucking you know, modern Satanism? This guy knows more than I do. I have as much fucking passion about this band. You're not... You're I really love, I love, his, I love the Red Room. I'm going to talk about Thank why you. the Red Room is great. So, Jack, the guitarist, <laughs> looks like Charles Manson. That's sick. He, yes. He, you didn't tell me any of this. <laughs> he, yes, I did. <laughs> so we have, like... Oh this fantastically pleasing visual aesthetic of the band in itself. Like, it, it works <laughs> really well. They work together as a band. And Dylan, 
has come you've come into your own after I think a few bands that that were building up and this is the fucking orgasm this is the climax like you're reaching but it's an endless it's an endless orgasm endless orgasm that should have been the name fucking A next album that's just my lifestyle endless orgasm (laughs) I really I really do think that this is the the ultimate form of the projects that you've had in the past few years and Totally. Everybody I should listen to this. Been doing that too. Yeah. Fucking, I see Kenny thriving. Kenny's Kenny. fucking killing He's it with thriving. KPG so, and program right now. So happy with shout out program. Yo, Yo program shouts, is sick. Shouts out, and I can concur with you, Chris Dylan. Awesome. The Red Room, I feel like, is like your best project, Thanks, like to man. date right now. And fucking, you I guys still- are striving to do what you guys do, and fucking, Thanks, I just man. love what you do, like to fucking. Conjoin all these genres of music into one, and I I just love that out of a band. I um, <clears throat> you should see us with um the four piece because I should the yeah. one time you saw us at the Saint um, that was we had only practiced for a week. Yes. Um, and that wasn't even the drummer we have right now. It was a different drummer. <laughs> no, really? uh, his name was Chris. Um, but pretty much. What's it called? We um, right now have Brian is our drummer. Yeah, Brian, yeah, yeah, Dustin, yeah. me, and Jack. Okay, that's the lineup. But um, shouts out to all of them. I see your names on flyers all the time. Flyers. Well, yeah, like we flyers. get. We, see, I, I don't. I don't like. I don't know. I'm the last person to go out and try to promote myself, really. So I. It's hard to get over. It's hard. It's yeah, all, so, I, like I don't think you should look at it that way. You're promoting your art, not promoting yourself. You're just yeah, you're you're thing. just you're just you're being on. It's not it's not on genuine. It's yeah. totally genuine. You just want people to see it. You don't you know like you're it's not true. asking people to like. I, I I think that that's a big problem that a lot of artists have, and I try yeah. to always stress that to people. Like, don't look at it like you're promoting yourself. You're not promoting yourself. You're not out there being like, oh, look at me, be like me. You're promoting this thing that you made, and you like it, and yeah. you're just like, "Hey, just take a look at it." You know, That's like true. if you don't like it, no harm, no yeah, foul. No, 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 no. Just move on with your well, life. You know? I'm still going to be doing this, and whether you like it or not, yeah. I'm because what, honestly, showing people that makes people happy. Yeah, you know, like even if they don't enjoy it, they enjoy that you're making art. True. Like a lot, there's a lot of aspects to art where people just enjoy the fact that people are like, sometimes people just get affected. Be like, yo, you live down the street from me? Or like, oh, you're in the same town as me? Or you're in the same state or whatever? They're like, oh, dude, that's cool. Now I like you more. Yeah, Yeah, totally. We ended up playing with um, one of my favorite groups, uh, Ecstatic Vision. Um, They're on tour with Brent Bjork right now from uh, uh, Low Desert Punks from. Caius, There's a band Caius. called Low Desert Punks. Yeah. Oh, word? That's sick. Yeah, Brent Bjork. Does that have anything word. to do with the anime? It might. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably where he took the name from, to be honest with you. But, um, yeah, Ecstatic Vision. We played with them in Montclair. And the things I got out of it, I felt really shitty about my set, because I always do. I don't know. I'm always trying to, um, you know, rank up just my own personal fulfillment. And I really... Just for myself, like I always criticize myself, and I feel like that's something I need. To what are you looking for in your performance to perfect a performance, like to perfect the song correctly or to incite the crowd? I think more so to um, a little bit of both, to be honest with you. 
how do you feel been, about the fact that sometimes like the crowd I feel like sometimes people focus on the way the crowd reacts and I, I know that, as myself yeah. I walk into a show sometimes and some of the shows where I'm the most interested in a band is when there's three people in the room and yeah. I'm standing against the wall and I'm like yo this is tough I got you you know That's, that happens to us like um, at that show there were a few people there but this one guy um, at the end of the night I was talking to him he was he dated my fucking neighbor in like <laughs> an hour away you know we're in Montclair yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he used to live near my house where I was like I was like what why are we placed in this exact moment in time right now why am I learning about this now those things happen I know? just Weird like, things like happen that like made that. my night yeah. Yeah. it was like that whole show that's the thing I remember from it you know that's an experience synchronicity and yeah. Yeah. Being, making great art and making great music does that exactly and I think you've had a ton of it a lot of it art, so art, much. art is its own reward I, I, I honestly think that if you attack it in this approach where like I got to play tonight I got to perform, oh, yeah. I got to That's... do whatever. And then you look at it that way, because I was just today on my drive home before he called me uh, to come here. I was thinking about this Sunny Gang uh, show that they had, that big Sunny Gang mm. show. And I showed up early to that because I wanted to see all the bands. And the first band that played was... Up. It was that like rap group, Off right? Top, yeah. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, man, we got to reach out to those guys. Like... They really blew me away. There was only like a few people in the room. And I was just like, I, something about it stuck out to me where I was like, we got to start. I don't know why I forgot about it till now, but I, I want to reach out to that group. And I was going to yes. say something to Ed. And I feel like sometimes bands forget that or yeah. artists forget that. They're where they're like, I, especially young people, they'll be like, come on guys, move. Uh, and, they'll, and you'll be yeah, like, really. but I'm trying to like figure out how you did that. On the guitar, you know, like... like, We had that kind of experience at, um... By the way, probably that group, even if you did comment to them, if they didn't have that much of a crowd, but if you're the only person who did tell them how good they did, that made... I did that That made their fucking night, you know? I hope it did, but... It probably did. Because they really were. They took... They kind of took my breath away. I was like, whoa, I didn't expect this. This is really cool. And then I was thinking about it earlier today, and I'm like, you know what? I haven't seen anything like that. I should tell Ed to try to find out who that is because Ed's like a cyclopedia of yeah, shows. Yeah, shows yeah. He remembers like your set time, <laughs> what you played, and what bands went on. And you weirdly remember. Like I get in f- weird arguments with Ed all the time about what band played at what time. Yeah. And I'm like, I remember I was high. And I was here, and he was like, dude, you don't remember. Yeah. It was this and this. I was That's here, funny. and this day, and fucking... We talk yeah. we talk about shows that like we didn't even know each other. Yeah. And I'll be there, like, but... I was there, dude, it was here. And he was like, yeah. No, you were and here that's, on that's this. That's why I love and that's how that's why I love like talking to people like you, Dylan, where we can reminisce too, like shows like that and just fucking Definitely. like like remembering like the shows that we first saw each other at and the, yeah. the couple of shows that you first got me into like with your bands and then me discovering other bands that were opening up for you guys and like yep. Karina, like Karina Karina who was a band and you know Hot Blood and then Battery Electric who was a band yeah they're good friends of ours who's doing bigger things now and fucking just yeah, all things like that California. it's yeah. awesome man I feel like you and the Red Room are striving for that yeah, and I it's really... I I uh, encourage you to continue 
that journey. And, and mm-hmm. like I get, like you said, you've been wanting to do this since you were five years old. So fucking just. I'm glad you're doing it. Yeah, you know, I'm only, glad you're doing it. We've too. only been a group for um, this iteration with this music. We've been playing since. Uh, I think our first show was in March. That wasn't our. Um, the legit lineup though like right okay. as a real band I'd say we've been since June we played a show okay on a Thursday night at the Yacht Club and it's a, that can be what, a tight spot sometimes I'll tell it you is. what um this was my this kind of made my life this what I heard because it was a pretty packed out for Thursday it was the beginning dude, of summer dude like I said and, they can have a really tight show yeah, sometimes but this comment these <laughs> These two people, I thought I threw it in the bosom bag. All right, well, we'll we'll take care of that. (laughs) Yeah, you were saying. Do you want a flashlight? (laughs) You need to go outside, Kyle. (laughs) Yeah, Kyle, we can't be having this right now. What were you saying about uh, the the show on Thursday at Yacht Club? This was um, the first. My drummer Brian pointed to me. These two people were there, um, and I thought that they were like. I don't know, just like friends with Brian or something, or friends with a mutual friend. I don't know who they were, but they were getting into our set. We never played together before. This was the first time we'd ever played out this lineup. And uh, we had people, you know, like applauding. And obviously, you know, I think I, people I, do I think, that. I think but, my um, boss from High Voltage was there. And he was oh, like, really? Yeah, because he mentioned your band's name. Cool. And uh, a few, uh, what is it, actually our last guest. Nice. Uh, Nicole. Yeah, Nicole's uh, gonna. We're gonna work with Nicole. Yeah, I'm Nicole mentioned you guys right off the bat. Yeah, like before cool. we even sat down, we were like saying something. She was like, "Oh, the Red Room." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, okay. Yeah, I see their name on flyers yeah, all the yeah. time." You know, like yeah, it's totally. weird how like things get yeah. thrown in your face all the time, yeah. and then you like make the connections yeah, locally. Totally. And just a quick mention before we get into our last couple of questions, because I oh, would yeah. like to ask a couple yeah, questions. Yeah. Uh, the Black Clouds are also uh, the bass, yeah, bass, player, bass yeah. player for that fucking day. They've been doing that project for a while. When did yeah. you join that Black Clouds? I joined um, my, uh, two years ago. Oh, wow. Last that long ago? Maybe. It was, it was probably a year ago. I know, it was that long ago. It was a year ago, actually. Like, a year and a half, maybe. Because oddly enough, yeah. I remember seeing them at this thing called Uproar Festival. Yeah, I, I remember P- like Dan Alice in Chains yeah, yeah. and like Cody and Cambria played. See, Dan, our singer is Start really... Survive um, is a weird lineup. Dan, our singer, is very... He has these weird connections. Like, a shout out to him. He's playing with uh, Mud Honey tomorrow. Uh, really? Yeah. Where, his, who his, is? His band, Dan. Uh, his band Where at? Uh, White Eagle Hall. Oh, really? That place is popping yeah. off, man. Yeah. No, it, 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 my yeah. girl just went and saw Senses Fail there uh, Sunday, I think yeah. it was. Yeah. I hear they got good stuff. Dude, cool. they have sh- yeah, like consistently great shows totally. like coming through there. It's good. I think it's sold out tomorrow. It might be yeah. uh, It's but, close, um, I think. He's in a band with uh, his wife, Jamie, and their drummer is Bob from Gay Guy Street. Wait, oh, shut up. Oh, great yeah, shut up. I, yeah, that's yo, I, yeah. Oh, really? Matt, that's insane. I've been meaning to talk. I would love to do things with them very soon. Shut up. Could they play it at uh, Bill's Barbecue? Yes, they did. They're, supposed, they're like we one of the best bands that. on the Jersey we Shore right now. Yeah, yeah. They're one of the best they, bands. They played that same show with I've you I've seen them a few Penn times, Mexico. and I have yep. to say, I'm not like... I, I'm an elitist punk rock fan. I like, you. I'm not... I, I'm an ignorant music fan. <laughs> I got you. Like, you know, like... 
Like, all genres have their ignorant fan. I'm the ignorant <laughs> punk fan. And, and I try That's not good, to be, though. but I, I, know, I know what I like and what I don't like. I actually really enjoy them. They're yeah. always a fun time. They're good. And there's a lot of I, what I like to qualify as bar-like bands yeah. that are like bands that you can sit at the bar and listen to and enjoy, but like it's not rowdy and it's still enjoy. And they, I actually enjoy them. So I feel like I, all, I, all their music too is um, there's a hook to it. Yeah, it's know? just fun. That's what it, that's it's what like I try fun, to... and it's like it feel it, it's good music. Yeah, I try to do that with my music too. I don't want any filler, you know. Okay. Or whatever. I like that. I don't know. It's um, yeah. Hopefully, something is happening. There's a lot of good fucking music right now. It's on. a great time, and that's kind of part of why we did this. Yeah, you know, like we oh, did okay. this because so. we were like, "Hey, we don't have to do any work. All the content is already here." Yeah. You know, like you were saying with the memes. You know, like the content well, exists. He's doing a live analysis at our um, show. At our show on the twelfth. I, I, dude, <laughs> I, I couldn't be more amazed I by that. I want to talk to you a lot after this interview. Some of the best things that we would do with our shows, I think that was one of our, perhaps our most virtuous thing we would always give our friends like their first show yeah, like, yeah a few a people crust. who are doing really well oh uh, the okay there are two <laughs> crust bands crust the groovy crust Ruby okay. No offense to that. Oh my god, here I'm we go. I'm not a jam band <laughs> Actually, guy, but there's a band called Crust already. Wait. And they're wait. the best uh, shortcore band. Wait. They're from New Jersey. Wait. No, this, is from my pod- Drone, this is my podcast. Drone, this is my podcast. Be quiet. Fucking Crust is actually like C R U S T. Wait. No. They're awesome. Fucking, I, they have a nine, they have, what is that one nine minute song they have on uh, oh, the pants? They have a Sax, nine minute long song. We're done talking. We're done talking. They have a nine minute long song. All punk rockers turn off. No, we, did, we did a music video. No, we did a music video for them. You did. No, and they are super talented. Too, right? <laughs> I, Actually, I'm not. I'm. I, I've yeah, seen. Yeah. I, I. I'm not a jam band they fan. Know. I actually right. like that band. Crust knows I, they're good. No, they are. They're they're all they, good. Don't, they don't need to know that they're good. They have a yeah, super competition awesome. for that name. <laughs> they do. Both they crust. Have, they, they need literally the other band name Crust. <laughs> you it like? First. Are you are you guys fans of like hardcore punk rock at all? I dig it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, as you may already know. Ocean County has the shore style. Not even Ocean County. It's all the shore, really. Has this, like, shore style thing that relates to... The best shore style band ever is probably Crust. I, 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 like, I like a lot of other bands, but they're probably the best. And they're called Crust, bro. They already be, They named an album Brick Paradise. All right? I can't. I'm done. <laughs> we got to get to suing. What's that? Uh, no suing. No, no, they need to compete <laughs> musically. Yeah, uh, they need like to, a duel. Yes, yeah. they need to set up an Gary, Gary guitar. Cross they need to set up in a situation yeah, yeah, where both of those audiences are in the same room and they get introduced to the two sides of independent or underground music in a lot of ways. This like really fun jam stuff or this really crazy hardcore stuff. They don't hear the whispering. All right, so and then the other band, my my. Good, There's a third cross. My band? my good friend who is a Philly musician now, Beige Monk. You need to check out her music. I 
We gave her the first show. It was amazing. Yes. Uh, so check them out. Are they yeah, a third cross band? No. Okay, I was getting crazy excited. <laughs> I do have to mention one more thing, and then we're gonna get to the like the three final questions. Yep. Spaghetti Jesus. Yeah, you know what? What do you Funny guys guy. think? Do you like him? What do you guys I think? Lo- I'm I trying to um. Uh, what's it called? We fuck with him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he just he just did my big Scott. I know show. he did. He did He's a great funny. job. He's he a, introduced us. He's a very, very interesting human Josh being. He's done so many we, things for the music scene. He's the reason why we met. Oh, really? Uh, we were friends back when we made Burn in Hell. We made movies. Oh There's big that's movies. That's a whole different... I, I know this podcast. movie because... You guys are going to have to come... You guys have, are going to have to come back the on same and have to come with us. The same day I met you and the same day that I first saw Ed, I met... Spaghetti Jesus. Spaghetti I think he wasn't going by Spaghetti Jesus. Then. Josh yeah. Bruce. He was just Josh. There's a difference between Josh Bruce and Spaghetti Absolutely. Jesus. Absolutely. And, and he presented is. the movie. What is the difference? Wait, what is the difference? Spaghetti Jesus is just like a fucking entity. He's a cosmopolitan. A citizen of the world. Wow. Josh Bruce lives in Red Bank. aggressive yeah, yeah. towards him. <laughs> I, I don't want to feel aggressive towards him because I like him. He introduced me to my girlfriend of five years. Oh, really? That's it? That's beautiful. Like, he, uh-huh. he, is, he is a saint. Yeah. He was a saint in my early childhood. I yeah. was like... I only hung out in Atlantic Islands. I was like, I was somebody, but only there. You're from Atlantic from Islands? Atlantic Islands. My family's from Atlantic Islands. One of my best friends, who unfortunately passed away about two years ago, he was born in Atlantic Islands, and I have a, like a weird mm. like love for that town. Yeah. But he brought me into Red Bank, and was That's that friend crusty or no? No, I, he's okay. a little older than you guys. I, 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 he moved out of the town when he was he was born there. And then him and his twin brother moved to Bricktown when they were very young, and I grew up with them. Uh, he unfortunately passed away about two years ago. But Josh Bruce um, established like who I was at that time. Like I was desperate to make movies, and I came into the secret stash because I was like attracted to them. I'm like, oh, they yeah, make yeah, movies. I gotta, I gotta be around them. And they said, I went know, to film school because I loved Kevin Smith yeah. films. And they were kid. like, there's a guy, he, there's a guy we know, a kid around your age who makes movies, even though he was, he's, he was like 16 and I was 12. But <laughs> he like took me under his wing and got me filming with him. That's for his super movie. punk rock shit. He, he, he made to me, Josh, uh, we would do. We met in high school on the first day. I thought I connected with him because we both had long hair. <laughs> you know? And um, we, not even a moment into meeting the dude, he was like, hey, can I come over your house? Because I'm filming a movie. I need a location. And he didn't tell me he was going to bring fucking red, like red paint and um, fake, you know, like blood. fake blood and he used velvet cake mix to look like blood and it got <laughs> it got all over the place it's okay though it's a funny story I, uh, my <laughs> very first punk house the very it's first so house I lived in they filmed a horror movie for somebody's project in it and they used uh, like um, uh, it was like water and uh, like 
a, like flour yeah, and all vegetable, that stuff. but it was the seeped into my shit. tiles. Yeah, so, it's the kind and of stuff I had we, like my landlord when I moved out was like would push oh, on the. No. T- I remember she pushed on the tile and blood came uh. out, like fake blood came <laughs> out. She was like, "What is this?" I'm like, "Oh, they filmed a fake. They filmed a horror movie here." I had to like explain it to my la- oh, to my first landlord. You know, like I'm like 21, yeah. being like. They filmed a horror movie here. Yeah, <laughs> like, they're like, okay. <laughs> oh, that's great. But, um, guys, fucking, I, I would like to appreciate you for thank, or coming on, I should say. Super interesting human beings. Yeah. Super duper thank interesting. You. But You're going to have a conversation after we're this. We're not <laughs> done here, folks. Not done. We're, we have about Round out questions. questions. So, out of you two, whoever, wants to, whoever would like to go first. Uh, should I start? Would you want to ask this character question, or should I ask the zombie question? I'll ask question my character first? question. You continue with yours. Done deal, buddy. You have. Here's the first question: three f- fictional characters that you most recognize with, and the one you most you most out of all the three recognize with. Whoever wants to go first. Oh wait, three. You're asking us. I'm asking okay. you two. Which um, uh, fiction? What three fictional characters you most recognize with, and which one would you you most recognize out of the three? I get compared to um, uh, Keanu a lot. <laughs> I was feeling that. I was feeling that. <laughs> so I guess as a fictional character, him. Like because as Keanu one fictional too. character, <laughs> Keanu too. Yeah, Keanu too. I like that. Yeah, You're Keanu too. I changed too. my name to that. That's a new like, one. No, we I haven't heard, heard I that. No, I want to be me. I'm always no, interested by new people. Yeah. Sometimes people do the same character. Um, who else? I'm trying to think. We, we got one, now. Keanu. We'll we'll go off. What do you? We got one one. That's a I gotta go with a real person too. Like I don't, I don't know how to define. I don't know many fictional characters. I'm gonna sound like a dick if I talk about fictional characters. I, don't you, know. I, I usually like to pick. Like I like to p- encourage people to pick like animated characters. I really, you but, know what? The fucking Harry Potter movies. Yo, I don't. Yo, did you guys? You by the way, did you guys watch? What house are you? <laughs> I always wanted to be in Gryffindor, but I feel like I'd be more of like. Um, I feel like you're a Ravenclaw. I would say I would say so. You seem a little too smart. I always <laughs> wanted to be Gryffindor. You are absolutely a Ravenclaw. <laughs> I couldn't I make a Ravenclaw more. <laughs> the funniest fucking meme I ever saw. Um, my girlfriend Olivia sent it to me today. Um, real quick, did you you watch Harry Potter? Obviously. Um, yeah. Really? Um, Slithering was, all the way. Fred, it was just a text. It said, "So um, it's like so." Fred and George didn't think twice about Ron sleeping with Peter Pettigrew for years on the Marauder's map. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like they see on the Marauder's map. Ron is sleeping with some dude named Peter Pettigrew for years, and they didn't say anything. Like, I don't... Like, it just fucking blew my mind. Anyway. <laughs> my girlfriend's, like, a super freak when it comes to, to the, uh, Harry Potter and stuff. That's my... That was my first media that I connected with. Really? So I feel like I really connect with, um, with Harry himself. I don't know, just because I've been through some similar stuff with the... Um, I connect to Mordor with uh, uh, what is it? The villain. 
Voldemort. Mm-hmm. I totally understand where he's coming from. I got you. I guess I, it's like Joker. I. It's <laughs> not. It's not. You know what it is. I don't take it to the extreme he does. I see where he goes with it, but it's just like I understand what un- feeling so alone feels like. I got you. And people feeling alone like that. That feeling of alone can oh, really sucks. corrupt a person. It really, and I've seen it corrupt human beings throughout my lifestyle. It almost life. happened. It didn't corrupt me, but it almost um, made me not want to be at this point. You know, like yeah, I, almost, I know exactly. I remember what you days mean. where I'd fucking be in bed for the entire day. You know, just thinking about negative shit. And I'm I'd never do that again. I, I, I want to, but. couldn't recognize with that more. You know, like I feel like you had something to say. I think I, if I had a character. I would go with Aleister Crowley, but as a cartoon character, because I think that <laughs> the car, the cartoonish version. I of think because we had, believe it or not, similar upbringings, um, and you know how they call him the Beast. My, and that's because his mother called him the Beast. I, all I have to say to you is his last quote on his deathbed was, "I started it off because of girls." I never heard that. <laughs> I've, never, I've only heard, "I'm perplexed." No, he literally, like, there was a reporter on his deathbed who was like, why did you start the Satanist temple? Like, why, why did you, the Satanist church, why, why did you start all that? And he's like, you really want girls to get girls. You know? And it makes perfect, like, when you think about him as a person, you're like, he liked goth bitches, and he's like, how can I convince goth bitches to fuck me? Well, <laughs> and, and that desire is founded upon the denial of his mother. And I think that I identify strongly. My mother called me the beast as well. Called me monster Are and you, beast. You're getting weirdly No, I'm telling you the truth. What? No, because I have like horrible problems with my mother. And that is, well, <laughs> I think that it's a type. I think there's a type that develops and interests that develop in response <laughs> to that childhood. And that's why it's a kind of... Because I don't think... So I, you feel that that kind of uh, personality is based on having an absence of like that motherly love that yes. you want? Yes, and needing... So there's a great shout out to this dude. I want to talk to you forever. I don't know. I don't know him personally, but my friend does. Go to the website desperatelyseekinganalysis.com. Take the test. It was developed by this Lacanian analyst, and it talks about how your relationship with your parents. Uh, and it- I know that my re- like I agree with you very much. My relationship with my parents affects. I feel I see it in all of my relationships in life. How that relationship affects yeah. my other relationships. Yeah, exactly. I just find it interesting how it relates in other people. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it's an individual situation yeah. it's it's eternally repeating and everybody's essentially the same but th- that makes me feel less special i have to say that that hurts a little <laughs> it does it hurts a little but you have it, to love it you have to love all these people it, like you no no i'm not i'm not totally ruined by it but like it's almost a little more special if it's just my problem you know, like, hamlet hamlet yeah hamlet thank uh, you <laughs> so did you guys pick your three cartoon characters there Kind of one in. I think we should kill it at one. We're gonna go too long. They're gonna go forever. So it's okay because we have two more questions, and I know. Go with your two questions. Well, obviously, we're gonna have like a second or and or or third. Both of these people are too interesting. No, we do have to ask your questions quickly, or we're never come back on. Even maybe a segment. I'm literally sitting a date. Let's talk about a new segment, maybe. Meme analysis. No, I'm. 
we're gonna talk. Okay. All right. <laughs> so here's my question, and then I'll oh have, probably God. have another one. Maybe Kyle, if uh, you ever, and if you ever find your jewel, there if are, you maybe were, it's a sign though, because the jewels are becoming extinct. You I know work what? at a smoke shop. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, my friend. <laughs> my friend does. If so, uh-huh. if you were in a zombie apocalypse, and if you had to bring one person with you, it could be real or fictional, a weapon of your choosing. And a song in the background gotta have while, a while all this is happening. Okay. Shoot. Um, fictional or real? Yeah. But like definitely Ashley from Evil Dead. That's a great answer. <laughs> Nobody said um, that yet. That Nobody great. said that yet. That's <laughs> a great answer. Weapon? Weapon. Well, his, his fucking chainsaw hand. I would use... Sick. A, sick. I would probably... Maybe like a barbed wire bat or something. Also a sick answer. <laughs> but like I've always s- wanted to hit someone with a barbed wire bat. The song's, the song's hard. Uh, oh, uh, I know. It. The, um, fucking... Uh, what is it? Mel- Uncle Acid and Dead Beats. Um, something by them. Oh, like of course. Any, anything anything by Uncle Acid. Anything by Uncle Acid would be great. That'd be freaky. I I would I love your answer. I'm already seeing My answer's Kiss. It's still Kiss. It's still Kiss. Yeah, it's Chris. Still kiss. Okay. It's it's uh what is it? God gave rock and roll. <laughs> so for fictional character, I'm gonna pick I'm picking a deep cut. It's from a book. That's what it is. If anybody's read Blood Meridian, I'm picking the judge. I like, have not read that like book, but I feel like your answer is very like right. This supernatural, demonic, <laughs> like a devil incarnate in the Old West, capable of vast amounts of murder. And so I would, I'd go on with the cowboy theme. I like this. I'm, like, I'm going to get a Winchester, but with infinite ammo. Winchester with infinite ammo. He said infinite ammo. This motherfucker uh, plays video games. I don't. I don't play games. <laughs> and the song is tough. I'm either going with... Sister Ray by the Velvet Underground. Ooh! Or we're going with some classical Wagner and like Lohengrin. The I like they might be giants. <laughs> oh, I, I, if I was going with they so might be giants. Turn on, baby. Turn around would be funny. Oh, Human Skull. Or no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Human <laughs> Skull on the ground. Okay. That's awesome. That's All right, do we have any more <laughs> questions, Ed? Uh, I have one, but I want to see if my friend. We're going to go get Kyle oh! outside. All right, if you don't understand this already, you shouldn't listen to us. We are very unprofessional. <laughs> oh, Kyle's Ask back. Ask a closing question, not the zombie or character question. So, uh, one of my faves is... Have you found your jewel? Favorite, no. Favorite curse word. Most utility you get out of one, uh, any curse word. That's a good one. Let me think. Is scat... Like a you can that's get awesome scat. if it really is scat. You, like, you, you, you consider if you consider scat a swear word, I like bringing it up to my. Uh, You're like, allowed to say a controversial. Well, word in the context of like scat porn, if you say yeah, it's yeah, racist, it's outstanding. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> that's commendable, buddy. People Not who many don't who don't know it, like at work, like my coworkers, I'll bring it up to be like, "What's that?" Oh yeah, find out. Look at that. <laughs> I feel like this guy's gonna have a good answer for me. I'm talking about sounding with my. He's coworkers. not a swearer. I <laughs> no, I do. I do. I curse, but I think I, <laughs> I probably. I probably. You're like I dabble <laughs> occasionally. I, dabble. I probably. I probably would pick bastard because Ooh. because it's it's only something that I deliver when it's that's like, too sophisticated. When it's somebody. 
I give that. I give my cousin a hard time about that. Because it's like it's a, it's about a person. It's never like I like how it's like it used to be an insult, but it's not an insult. Because everybody's a bastard now. Yeah. No, well, no, my yeah. parents were married. Really? All right, rarity then. Everybody's a bastard. Though. Oh, really? Yeah. You're in your experience. Most people are. Most bastards. people I most people I know that are my age are bastards. Yes. Most people my age are not bastards. So your generation is terrible. <laughs> um, your parents are unlawful, and you're all go- godless children. Um, uh, <laughs> Praise Christ what? in the Okay, so we're, chair. At, so we're moving the chair because uh, the cat needs to eat. He, she, um, needs Ed, wrap it up. Okay, so also, uh, biggest pet peeve. Cool. Pet peeve. What's your biggest pet peeve? Um, I thought of one today, actually. What is it? Uh, fuck. You guys are great guests. Yeah, no, you, you definitely do have to come back on. Sorry I wasn't here for most of it. I was looking I for got a jewel. Google. That's important. <laughs> no, it is. It's like, you know, it's a jewel. It's my life essence. Yeah. You're about to get fucked. I don't remember the pet <laughs> You're going to get fucked on Monday. See, I don't really... I can't remember. I'll tell you later. Right. I'll, I'll do mine. I, I hate catching people in a lie. Especially an obvious one. You don't like to catch them? No, it makes me sick. Are you more upset... That they lie, like, I would think the catching part would be the satisfying part. It's annoying. It's an annoyance because I, I try to keep people around me who are... You must be annoyed a lot. <laughs> I, like, I have good, I have keep people, good people like around People like to lie. I don't know if you I know this. I have, like, so, we have, like, moral tyranny in my group. Word. Moral tyranny, dude. That's I, my new name. Yo, <laughs> that's what you should name this show. Moral tyranny. The only, moral! <laughs> the only time I get upset, I work oh. in a retail job. I have God a retail job, a job for the like, first uh, time in my life, and okay. I understand you. And uh, I'm just, I work at a health food store, kind of like, yes. you know, like, shift, whatever. I used um, to work at a health food store as a cook. Yeah. Oh, nice. I can't believe I'm going to I was a cook for a very long time. I can't wait to find out why. Uh, which, which store? I worked at several restaurants. The last restaurant I worked was Revolutionary Lounge. Nice. Uh, I stopped working there about six months ago. I worked okay. for Wonderland Smoke Shop. Oh, okay. Wonderland shouts out. Yeah, uh, they might be our new sponsor. Hopefully, let's yeah, fucking yeah. get the sponsorship. If you guys know any sponsors that would like to sponsor us, have them reach out. It costs a hundred dollars and they get six the episodes of sponsorship. Fucking anybody, fucking nice. just let it, let us uh, know. My pet peeve though. Yes. yes. Um, I'll I'll ring them up for a juice. I'll be like, okay, thanks. Have a great day. They're like, wait, don't I need the receipt? I'll be like, no. Um, they just have it by name. And they'll be like, no, I need the receipt. I'm like, no, you don't. They're going to write it out for taxes and <laughs> I shit. I don't know. That's the only thing in life. I like you. <laughs> the only thing. I don't know. <laughs> no, hey, just a pet peeve. Thanks, no, everyone, for tuning in. You guys are all great. Uh, thanks, everyone, for coming on. You guys are really, really just Say, phenomenal fucking guests. You know, thank you, guys. Plug, plug, plug your, your, let's give some shout-outs real quick. Plug, plug your Instagram. Drop your shout-outs. Drop yourselves. Plug your YouTube Instagram, all that shit. All right. My Instagram is the God Disc with a K. Disc with a K. Uh, my YouTube channel is Meme Analysis on YouTube. And perhaps most importantly, I always end my videos with a motto. And that is, remember, memes matter. It's true. Um, mine would be, I guess, like on Instagram, what is it? Red Root, the Red Room NJ. 
Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna see you find it. Right. Um, we'll have all of you guys. We'll right have all of you yeah. 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 Um, yep. We got. We just finished cut. We cut our album in a day. It should be out in a wow. month. Wow. Yeah, it should be out in like a month. Uh, we're just Ooh. waiting for it to be mixed. Ha- send us whatever stuff you need us to promote. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. But we're um, in. We're in your. We're in your. Like. Thanks forever. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, so just send great. us anything you this need. Great, Same for you. A lot of fun tonight. Yeah. Good talks. No, thank you. Yeah, thank you guys so much. I really do appreciate you guys coming on. We'll have you on for a second part. And as always, uh, let's try to not lose our jewels in the future. And we'll see you on the motherfucking flip side. Boop, boop.